0: Ashley family what is up unto thee
1: hello 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 what did I
0: tell you about singing that song hi, Ashley? Hi, stop hi, I'm gonna hi. stop the recording
1: we George was big into mother goose club and James has not been and I have missed that song in my life I have not <laughs> it's literally in my head every time literally I say that too much every time I people say the you phone, say
0: like too much too like
1: well people are jerks so.
0: Okay. I say people you've gotten like two or three comments. Pretty much everybody is like, I say like all the time too. Like,
1: yeah. Try and record yourself and then listen to yourself and you tell me how you feel (laughs) and then get back to me about my issues because it is, I don't even listen to our podcast ever because it's so like terribly embarrassing to myself
0: seriously it'll come up like if it's Dallin's just playing random phone, things from my phone because your phone because is set
1: to download every episode yeah, it just
0: syncs to itunes for whatever reason and i haven't cared enough to look into how to not send every podcast you make to itunes but whenever it comes up uh, comes up in the car ashley's like skip it next, next
1: i won't <laughs> you just do it don't again like listening to I yourself won't. talk if i heard i people are always like you have a podcast that's so cool like like when we meet people on the street who, and they find out what we do and they're like, oh, I'm going to follow you. I love podcasts. And I just always say, I'm like, please don't listen to it. Like if you know <laughs> me in real life, just don't listen to it. Yeah. It's too much, too yes. much information.
0: Well, it's good to, good to be with you guys. We are, we got so many questions all the time. It's so fun. Like I, it just makes me so happy that you guys like hanging out with us in the podcast and sending questions. Mm -hmm. And again, we don't pretend to be masters or gurus or, you know, therapists or anything. We just take our sides on the issue or the question and just tell you our perspective. And I think that's why a lot of people enjoy this podcast because it's just a place to come and hang out. And it's a non-judgmental, judgment-free zone where we just chill.
1: It's just not... We're not respectable persons, so our judgment. Well, I'm not doesn't judging matter. you, but Ashley's
0: judging you hard.
1: I think everyone judges everyone.
0: Okay, well,
1: you can't tell me you don't think I don't judge people. No, I think you do. I just think you keep it inside a little bit more than me. Hey, I well, think I
0: think you're judging me wrong. I don't know, and I judge you as judging me wrong.
1: I- we should get shirts that are like Team Dallin or Team Ashley and you can wear who you resonate with the most and we'll see who sells more. But- I feel like more. we agree on a lot of things. I know, but like, it'd be fun to see who sold more shirts. We could let everyone know every podcast who has sold more shirts, mm-hmm. me or you. <laughs>
0: Team Dallin, just a shirt that says Team Dallin. <laughs> it's- it'd be fun if I walked across somebody at costco or disney world was just just a team team Dallin shirt on you just
1: give him a hug my teammate when we find people that's how we say it people are always so nervous to say hi to us and they'll be like oh my gosh and we'll be like what we'll be like we found you we've been looking for you all day (laughs) and it really just takes the awkwardness out of the situation
0: yep you're good about it Mm -hmm. well i left ashley for a few days over the weekend
1: he did and while he was gone i flooded the basement
0: yeah, and it was all your fault.
1: It was in fact a hundred percent not my fault. Here I am trying to turn on my sprinklers because my garden is the most important thing in my life. Joke. Um, and I called Alan and because they won't turn on. I guess our plumber, when he installed our water softener, did turned off the sprinklers, apparently. So I called Alan via video chat. I say, Dallin, these are the nozzles. Which ones do I move? Because you've done it and I haven't. And Dallin said, "Flip them all.
0: Flip them all (laughs) on. Make them all parallel." Little did I know, one of them, Mm
1: -hmm. namely
0: the far left one, the far left one leads to a foot down. There's a pipe that's just a foot long with an open end. A pipe pointed straight into just our wall, just the insulation and the backside of the drywall. And, and it's like, I guess if we ever wanted to put in a kitchenette or a sink downstairs or something, it's we it's ready its for purpose. it. That's what it's there for. Mm-hmm. So um, anyways, I I felt like telling Ashley to test it out to make sure water, nope. water comes to it. And it does. It does. Just so you know, water will fair, literally flood the backsides of your basement walls if you turn it on.
1: So our sprinkler situation is right on the other side of that wall on the outside of our house. So when you've Flip it, it makes, there's a great rushing of waters, right?
0: Yeah, I heard it on FaceTime too. I was in the middle of mountain biking Slick Rock. And I was like, oh, that sounds kind of loud. I guess the sprinklers are just
1: on. So if you flip the other one. Ashley
0: calls me two minutes later and is like, uh, it it turned on all right. And it was turned on into our walls. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's really loud when you flip the other one. Not being a plumber or the sprinkler aficionado in our family. I did not know this, but I do believe that many people in my situation would say to themselves, that sounds like water in my house. And, and, <laughs> and, did, and I did not reason. think that.
0: Okay. Well, lesson learned. We will never ever flip that switch again, unless it's connected to a sink with a drain, mm-hmm. not our walls. So that happened over the weekend. Homeownership. I have, fun.
1: I have Pennington family drama. That, that's my family, my side of the family. Uh uh-huh my parents at before
0: i took ownership of you and you assumed my last name
1: right i still i love you so much but remember how it took me two years
0: you're my legal property what's his name <laughs> I wish I nick had. nick offerman refers to his wife as his legal property yeah. just because they're so the opposite way of the they're very egalitarian mm-hmm. which we are as well yeah and but he so he just jokes about that it was calling a hard his wife thing his legal
1: for me to change my name
0: and for me, I was all, like, nervous when you were doing it. Like, why don't you want to do it? It's tradition or whatever. It's really now. Hard. I like, putting myself in your shoes, I wouldn't want to change my last it's name. It's just
1: my name. And yeah. now my name rhymes.
0: I guess there are some benefits. Like, your kids aren't confused. Like, am I a Pennington or am I a Sealy? I don't
1: think they would be confused think, if we were just, like...
0: Well, but then what last name do they assume? Do they just take both parents' last names and then their kids take... I think we would just fight over it. I like both? my last name better than your last Does name. Does family lineage... Is it dead? Is Does family lineage never extend anymore? That's what would happen. All I know is there, there, there wouldn't be a family so, tree anymore. There are
1: so many more name options with my last name.
0: Maybe family trees become dead and people just start their own little immediate family tree. And there's a bunch of little family trees instead of a bunch of giant well, family trees. A lot. And we choose our own last name once we get married. <laughs> I Kerfluffowitz.
1: I tried that on you. What? I was like, let's we could make up our own right now.
0: Dallin and Ashley Kurhusiewicz.
1: I just became, I don't know if this happened to anyone else when they got married, who is a girl who kind of felt like it was like, you know, like it's cultural to take on your husband's name. Right. So I just started getting very like possessive of my like sense of self and my name. As you would. And like. You just like my kind of, children's name. I would feel so
0: weird if all of a sudden I had a last name. I've had that last name for twenty
1: and every kid you years. created had my last name. Yeah, it's just like it. It's just a whole like.
0: I get it now. I didn't shiz load of patriarchy like, baggage, but it is. It's like, what's your issue? Every woman changes their last name once they get married.
1: They used to. They don't. A lot of my friends didn't. Really, but I just felt like I should, and it was the thing everyone did, and like I don't know. So I. I don't even know where I'm going with this, but it was really hard for me. And I got really like, I don't know. I, I feel like in, I became, so I would, I got very like, well, I don't want to be a ceiling.
0: I feel like I would lose some of my identity if all of a sudden my last name was Pennington. I'd be like, what the, I don't identify with this family. I identify with this girl. Like she's my life partner now. But I'm I don't identify with the last name Pennington very much. I
1: had no issue with your last name until I realized that it needed to be my last name too, and I was yeah. just like, no, well,
0: just not know my that it,
1: freaking name.
0: Just know that in the town of Meeker, Colorado, the name Seely carries a lot of a lot I of think good it's a reputation. Great
1: name. I do. I just hate how my name is forgotten. Like when we visit, and it's only when we're with your family. Like when we're with my family, then it doesn't come up. But when we're with your family people say things like oh they're they're they look just like a Seely. Yeah. Your babies look just like Seely babies. Our kids or, look
0: like half Pennington Seely too, especially Seelys. George. George and has I have Pennington to hold myself features.
1: back and be like yeah, well they're just as much me. <laughs> they're not just Seelys like they're yeah. Pennington's too.
0: Right. It's hard because like you don't just easily Flip a switch and become identified with Celie once you get married.
1: Yeah. And I don't like, like when I, when I see my kids, I don't see, I see it. I see your, I don't know. Like I just, I see my family line of leading to them and not your 50% kind of. you. And it's just hard to be the one who is kind of like buried. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet. The, and I don't know like what I would do. And honestly, we thought about it for a long time. And finally I just like gave in, but I still like my last name. Well, it's a great last name. I don't name. think of myself as a Sealy. I kind of like when people call me like Ashley Seely or when I say It's more of Ashley like a formality. Seeley, well, it just kind of makes I get this like instant uncomfortable feeling. And I don't think everyone does that, but it's, I
0: would always feel weird calling Mike. I don't I do. Just I, like a, I don't a identify voice, with Pennington.
1: It's just a voice in my head that says like that's not your name. That's, that's the patriarchy
0: taking over your life, baby. I don't know. <laughs> No, I guess it does make sense for like the kids' sake to know that it's like a family unit, all with the same last name. But
1: it could have gone my way, though.
0: It could have, like, maybe, maybe that's the way. We have friends the future who did both names, like in uh, what's the Dak Shepherd in Lake Bell? He took her Kristen last name. <laughs> he took her last name. He really name did in the show. Oh, really? Yeah, in the show, he took his wife's last name, whoever yeah. it is that he's, whatever.
1: I don't know what show it is. Isn't
0: her name Lake?
1: Well, I thought you were talking about his actual wife.
0: No, his it's there's well their their last his last name is still Shepard, and, and Kristen's last Bell. name is still Bell. So she didn't take
1: I wonder what they did with their kids. I like to know these things. We should ask. Our third baby is going to be a completely different like family line. I know. This is just a different last this name. This is
0: Mila/Ruby/ slash... Ruby slash Slash Daphne. I don't
1: think Daphne's gonna make the cut. I think? really don't. I think it's gonna be a front runner until the end. Like How many in, weeks are you by the way? Just like in the Olympics. Twenty-six when... weeks. Yeah. Sweet. I think it's gonna be like Daphne to the finish line and then the horse. Michael Phelps swings ahead. on through and
0: Milo yeah. takes the show or something. Or Ruby or... I don't
1: know. Ruby's leading for me, probably. Yeah. Right I just kind of thought of it again today, and I like both nicknames. Like you could call her B or Rue or Rubes. Daphne, I just, I can't, like, get it to it.
0: Daphne is such a beautiful name. But I love it so... It's just hard
1: because I love it so much and I can't...
0: There's also, like, some other... I don't know, Daft or Daffy or... I
1: just don't like the nickname of Daphne. And I know sure I would call her the some people named Daphne listening. Well, who... there's some families, like I follow a family on Instagram and, and they do not use nicknames. They call their child what they name their child. So like Eleanor is Eleanor and Madalena is Madalena. It's not Maddie or Ellie. Mm-hmm. But I'm a nickname girl. So I know I would call her a shortened version or a version with an E on it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stick to daphne i would always
0: well here we have an email from daily daily is that her name dale da- or dale or I daily don't know. but d-a-y-l-e she says she has a baby name idea okay hey my name is daily or dale i don't know and i've been following you guys for a few years now i'm usually just the silent watcher who watches from the corner observes never really putting myself out there but i love you guys and your family you're my top favorite family to watch you guys are just the sweetest and have some great parenting tips i try to apply to my own life well, thanks, Daily slash Dale. Sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. I have a little girl who just turned three in January and I'm about to turn 27 in April. So I have a name suggestion for you. It might be a little cliche, but I would like to throw in my name, Dale, into the jar. It's pronounced like the boy's name, Dale. Okay, oh, okay. okay, there we go. Dale, but with a Y in there. Like Gail. Yeah, like Keep- Gail, but Dale. I have thought about making the suggestion before, but then talked myself out of it because I don't usually put myself out there. I was just watching... Uh, your birth of James video on Facebook, and it got to the part where you were revealing her name, and it inspired me to finally write you this email. Huh. Well, fun, thanks, Dale. I like it with the Y. It's it's cute. I haven't heard of it before, Dale for I a girl.
1: I liked Dale for I. It was on my boy list. Yeah, like. As I was true. growing up,
0: everyone told me it was that my name was beautiful when they met me for the first time. It wasn't until late middle school I learned it was typically named for a boy. When my friends would invite me over and ask their parents if their friend Dale could come over, they always assumed I was a boy. After a while, I found it to be funny. My parents always <laughs> told me the why, and my name makes it feminine, and I liked that. There was never another Dale in any of my classes. In fact, my entire life so far, I've only, I've only ever met one other female with my name. I most commonly get Gail like they think I pronounced my own name wrong or they just didn't hear me. (laughs) People also tend to pronounce the E at the end, like I did at the beginning of this. It's a
1: little phonetic situation where the D sounds like You never know,
0: especially with English. At the end of my name, reading it, so I can't wait to hear how you try to pronounce it. Well, there you go. I put on a a show for you. You probably get it all the time. Love you guys. Think you're beautiful people and your family is beautiful. I can't wait to see your new baby girl, whatever her name shall be. Well, that was a nice email. Thanks, Dale.
1: It's hard because James was the only girl name... I used to like Haven a lot. I had James and Haven. Yeah. But I don't... I don't know. I just don't like... We could
0: take James's second first name, Josephine, and give it to our third daughter as our first first name.
1: Our second daughter.
0: Second daughter's first first name.
1: Well... I love that name so much now, and I'm kind of sad I gave it to James. Not because she doesn't deserve it, and it's not beautiful. But it's not being used. But it's It's just 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 sitting there on her social security card. And I love like the nickname Joey or Joe or Jojo, and it's just. But I can't like take it from her. That would be weird. Mm -hmm. Anyways, she. It's great for her. Maybe she'll. Maybe she'll like take advantage of it one day and use it for a minute. Maybe. I feel like though I. I have two rules with this baby and I may break them because they go against what I like the most. My first rule is that it can't sound start with the just sound. But if Josephine was available, I would take it in a second. If I hadn't already yeah. taken it. With James, George we were like, James. we may never have another and it might be a boy. So we're just going to use all of our favorite names with her. Mm-hmm. So she just has all of our favorite names. So now we're on fourth tier names with the new baby. Yeah. we looking for first tier names. And then my other rule was, I want it to be a bit more, hopefully, like, like, obviously a girl's name. With James, there's been this, and it's fine with people our age, but it is kind of like, there's like an uncomfortable moment sometimes where older people are just like, you did what? (laughs) Or like, you can tell they hate her name. And I know like, eventually they'll all die off and she'll just live a happy life without them ruining it. Mm -hmm. But it... I don't know. I just kind of... I didn't want it, people to think I had a thing. Because I don't have a thing.
0: You have a thing, Ash. I
1: might just have a thing, though. You have a thing. I don't want to be the Duggars and have all J-sounding names. Yeah. But I think J-sounding names are my favorite names. So maybe I should just do what I like. And then I didn't want people to think I think I had a thing against like girl names. Because I don't. I just... I really like boy names for girls, though, too.
0: Yeah. All right. Should we dive into some emails, Ash? Mm-hmm. This one is from, let's just read the email. This one's called Choose This One. <laughs> Are we moving too fast? Okay. Hi, Dallin and Ashley. Greetings from South Dakota. I must admit I've wanted to write you for a long time, but I never felt I had a good taking side scenario to submit. But now I do. Okay. Also, while writing this email, my brain sub- self consciously started using Dallin's voice instead of my own as my internal monologue to narrate narrate these words
1: after we go on road trips and listen to harry potter for 70 hours straight i start as jim dale Uh
0: i was (laughs) yeah i just start talking like jim dale Uh
1: and like new moments of my day start out with the same like like they have that music that they play right before each new chapter on harry potter
0: Ashley was perplexed as she decided which way to go. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'm going with it. Another side note, I've been a fan for almost two years now and I love listening to your podcast the most. Nice. While on a shopping trip with my sister-in-law, I used Ellen's Let's Go! As we were leaving a store, and my sister-in-law stopped and looked at me at as as if she knew where i got the saying from i told her it was from a youtube family i followed and she responded you listen to the dashleys too
1: stop it, it. was a
0: great moment bonding moment between us oh, i was that's walking fun.
1: down our neighborhood the other day with the kids and the dogs we get recognized more for our dogs than we do people are like wait i recognize kids. that dog and yeah. this lady drove by and stopped and she was like i know you <laughs> and i know you i knew it was your dogs when i saw yeah, you
0: that's fun she was
1: like you live here <laughs> And then I was at the OB too. I didn't have dogs that time, but you can kind of tell when someone knows you. And yeah, she was just looking at me, and I kind of looked at her.
0: I, when I was driving home, I stopped in the most random place <laughs> in, in New, Roswell, Mexico. New Mexico, Roswell, right? New Mexico. Yeah, the home of Area 51. And I went to the dog park, and I was like trying to find a, a dog poop bag. And this really nice girl, like our age, was like, "Oh, here, I have one." Wait a minute! I recognize Luna. hi <laughs> Luna. <laughs> and it was so Luna funny.
1: promptly growls at her. <laughs> yeah,
0: and Luna's like. If you ever meet
1: us, just you can come up to Dash as fast as you no, want. No, Luna liked her. Luna will like you if you're over the age of twelve.
0: If you're female and, and white, female. Yeah, basically, if you look like us. Lynn I don't Ashley. know she
1: cares about color.
0: She does. She's she just didn't racist.
1: like. There was just one family in our apartment complex. She was scared of them.
0: Yeah, she's very picky. She's an old timer. Luna.
1: We don't know. We don't we don't try to understand or change we her. Don't. She just is who she is.
0: Okay. I'm 27 and I met the man of my dreams, Jack. We met on a dating app called Hinge. Ooh, We've been together I haven't together. heard, of, I haven't heard of Hinge before. We've been together for 4 months and knew each other only 2 weeks before making the Wait. relationship official. What is well, are you the, guys like, Mormon cuz you sound Mormon?
1: What is the like lovey-dovey? Like how is Hinge? How does I don't that know. Relate Bumble
0: is like the woman who makes the first move. Tinder is like the original, you like the like first spark to market. Flame.
1: No, like, but I get the name, like Bumble and hinge? Tinder. What does oh. hinge mean romantically?
0: Closing the door.
1: What does that mean? I don't know. Is it like
0: closing the cuddling? door? Cuddling? Like bending? I don't know. Hinge dating app.
1: No, I want to know why they named it Hinge. What does that have to do with dating?
0: Maybe you're hinging on their every word. I don't know. I'm going to stop trying to guess. We've been together for almost four months, blah, 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 Early in our relationship, say around one month, I started to have the feeling that he was the one who I wanted to marry.
1: Well, I knew, feeling, I knew it was Dallin. I knew I was knew in it love was with Dallin the, the second, second she I saw me. Him. Yeah. I didn't know it would have anything come to fruition, but I knew when I saw him, there was like a, it was like the universe like slapping me in the face.
0: Wow. That's cool.
1: But like, he didn't feel that with me at all. Yeah, you would think
0: if the universe was guiding this that it would have been a mutual thing. I just
1: knew maybe it was just like, it was like my perfectly, like hit all of my attractive boxes. Maybe the
0: universe knew that they just needed to get through to you. I don't know. And I would eventually come around. Who knows the workings of the universe? I was like, I'm not going to pretend. Very
1: much praying and wanting to know when I saw them so that I didn't like, didn't like let it pass me by or like hunt after the wrong thing. I, that was like my big like thing in my It was heart. like a big goal. Like let me know who that's it the, that's, is that's, when that's, I see them.
0: That's like what Think and Grow Rich is all about. When you set a a burning desire in your mind like and you're thinking about it all day every day. Because I knew I, was, world I, was, will undec- present I
1: was indecisive and kind of nervous about Yeah. like choosing. Choosing seemed like a really hard. So I didn't wa- I just wanted to know.
0: It's like when you are in the in the market for like a white Toyota Corolla. All of a sudden you start seeing white new Toyota Corollas everywhere because your brain started looking for those things. So like your brain was super focused on finding the man for you. I popped up and you're like...
1: But I didn't feel that with everyone. You were very different than because
0: everyone. Because I checked all your boxes I, and my dashing good looks.
1: Mostly those, I think. My Ugly. mom was also highly attracted to you when she first saw you. <laughs> Because it was before (laughs) we were dating and we were just, our like camp went through Georgia. So she came and hung out and she was like, who is that? And everyone called Dallin Ken behind his back because he looked like the Barbie Ken. Yeah. And I was like, that's Ken. (laughs) He's (laughs) out of my league. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay. So she even told her mom, I found my person. I'm now certain he's my person too in only four months. We've both felt that way and had many adult conversations. See, hinge. What
1: does that have to do with... I don't know. And, and <laughs> what does that, that, that we do? feel
0: other couples aren't having at such early stages in the relationship. We're both big believers in good communication and we're quick to let each other know our feelings. Look at you guys. um, And emotions immediately and sit down and talk through them. We've even had conversation about our finances, children, potential wedding. I've almost met all of his family. Jeez, look they, at you go.
1: That's how I felt with Dallin. Like I just felt like... This Before, is how
0: many stories go at BYU, by the way.
1: Well, I think everywhere though too. Like sometimes it's a slow grow and Mormons other times... don't
0: have a monopoly on fast marriages either. Yeah. No. Okay. So um she Are feels people like,
1: confused? Are we being confusing? So we oh, grew up Mormon. We grew up Mormon. Yeah. And like it's kind of a thing like So we feel free to joke about it. Because yeah, Mormons are encouraged it's our kind of to get married <laughs> yeah. and and not date for super like uh well i guess they say long courtship short engagements uh, not really but they just say get married it was as fast normal, as possible f- like most of my roommates at college dated for four months and got married at the
0: end i will of say months. the marriage talk getting married fast talk has calmed down a little bit used to be like right in 2010 era like that was every general conference like why aren't you dating why aren't you dating more women put on a little lipstick every now and like that they wouldn't
1: say that every time I they, think the big thing why people get married so fast is because Mormons practice celibacy before that was an actual quote by the way is it celibacy or Elder abstinence? Ballard, I wasn't just saying that. I know. I guess abs- is it abstinence or celibacy? Is that the same thing?
0: Before marriage, like Dallin and yeah. I were
1: both virgins. We like yep. cashed in our V card to each other the night we got married. So
0: hell yeah, we did.
1: I think that that's a big reason why you they get married fast because it's hard to hold off for yeah. very long.
0: Yeah, that's probably the unspoken thing. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, um, the big hurdle in all of this is that we live about an hour and a half away. Per South Dakota's usual ways, he works and lives the next big town over, which happens to be an hour, and another 20 minutes uh, from where I live. We alternate weekends. And when I can telework, I spend a few extra days here and there working from his house. He's renovating the house. That he bought, and we've talked about one day hoping to raise a family in it. But it's also made the scenario a bit more difficult, asking that he's per, uh, being that he's pretty permanent there. I have more flexibility to move, and I'm happy to do so. However, with my job, I work for the USDA. They aren't yet uh, have they don't have any openings closer to him for me to move. I've spoken to my boss about wanting to relocate eventually. He supports the idea, but with no current openings, there's nothing we can do about it. I hope within the next six nine months there will be. Jack and I have accepted the situation for what it is and know eventually things will work out with time. At the same time, it's frustrating to prioritize our relationship and experiment with living together, given our time together is limited to mostly weekends. Moreover, I sometimes feel the norms of society are telling me it's too soon to consider moving in together. Jack and I have discussed that if we felt like we were ever moving too fast said that we would tell each other if we ever felt we we're moving too fast but we both feel secure in ourselves and at almost 30 we know what we want and we don't want to play games we want to get to it we don't feel like we're moving too fast but other people's and relationship norms often make us second guess ourselves
1: i just think like
0: hmm. i don't think there's any rule book i guess from experience most people would tell you to move slower probably uh, especially people who have made mistakes and moved too fast and it didn't end up working out or whatever. I
1: know, like, a lot of my friends who have had long, kind of like more drawn out relationships where they moved slower, they've had those. And then a lot of them, the person they end up with, that timeline is a lot more condensed.
0: Like, they just knew what they wanted.
1: They just kind of knew because it and of went their experience. For it and yeah. like a lot of my best friends have done that yeah. where it takes a long time some and sometimes it takes a long time and it works out I just feel like I don't know I would just trust your heart and like if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but at least you guys did what you wanted to do and didn't let other people write your rules for you
0: uh-huh like there's no rule book you'll hear stories of successful marriages where they got married real fast and successful marriages where they got married after like three years of my dating friends,
1: grandma and grandpa they got married in one day They met each other and were like, let's get married. (laughs) And they're still like, that was their second marriage. And they're happily together like 30 years later. Best decision they ever made, they'll tell you.
0: What I would recommend though, is to make sure that you're aligned on like the big things. The book, Eight Dates by John Gottman. Those are eight of the biggest things from from a marriage professional. Of the eight biggest things that people are most likely to disagree or have major arguments over or challenges in their marriage over. If you could align on the big things, and like, and you guys are meeting with a therapist, which is what I would highly recommend too. like maybe quarterly talk about things, talk about your approaches to things. Your therapist might help you uncover some things that you might be assuming that are unspoke have been unspoken thus far that might help you work some kinks out and continue work- meeting with therapists. Like Ashley and I only dated for a few months. We technically knew each other for a year, but during that time we were only dating for like three months and then engaged for three months. So like it was pretty fast. We
1: were dating for 3 before we got engaged, we were not dating for 3
0: months. Oh, was it like 2 or mo- 2 months.
1: We got together end of January and got married beginning of June. Yeah. February, March, April. Well, when did we oh, get I guess engaged? 5 months. Uh like
0: t- end of February <laughs> or beginning of March. Yeah, we got engaged very it fast. It was pretty fast. And like we had a real rocky first few years, but after going to therapy, we're better than ever now. So like if It
1: was really rocky but also really great they yeah. were just like the rocky parts it wasn't rockier. like it started
0: off bad. no <laughs> i mean once we after the, i guess after the honeymoon phase, i guess we just
1: didn't know how to fight and make. we up.
0: didn't know the basic tools of being life partners with somebody we else. just didn't know
1: how to make up so like uh, or to, basic
0: communication skills like we knew why aren't be- these things taught in school we well,
1: knew really well how to have fun together
0: that was it which was a great foundation yeah but there's more to being married than just having fun together
1: this is what I would say for the timeline thing. Like, I would say, like, don't listen to anyone else because none of their information applies to you for the most part.
0: They're just going off of what's. I would worked say, for like, them. if
1: you make changes when things start feeling ridiculous or like just dumb. Like, if you're like, we are we are literally together every day and it just does not make sense for me to drive an hour and a half home every day. And you're not like getting married at this point. If you just want to move in together, you could just move in together. And then if you decide to not be living together anymore just move out you know I would say this is just me personally without
0: kids you're able to maneuver and pivot so easily in life just
1: do what makes you happy like you do so many things that don't make you happy like there's so many sucky things going on in people's lives like like I don't know if you love your job or like people have weird families or just whatever the weather is bad for four months out of the year just if this is something that would make you happy to move in together and you both want it Who even cares?
0: Frillsies. And and as long as you know that you're aligned on some of the big things, like I highly recommend Eight Dates is, is formatted. The book, it's so good to listen to, by the way, even just listening to the audiobook alone. But if you both bought the book and you took time to do the eight different dates and on the date... Like it'll tell you uh, like like recommended things to do on this date. Go out to dinner, or stay at home for this one because it's a little more serious. Or go to a park and talk about this. Or go on a hike and talk about this. Ask these questions. There are things like sex, finances, in laws, approaches to. Um, you know, communication. These are all
1: things Dallin and I did not speak about
0: <laughs> nope. before yeah. like the second year of our so, marriage. So like that's, uh, man, I recommend that book to everybody. Amazing, especially, huge especially before you get married, before you're even thinking about moving in together. If you were aligned on those eight big things, shoot, I would say take the jump.
1: Well, even
0: if you like have again, good feelings. You're,
1: you're not, there are no contracts being signed at this point. I mm. would not, this is just me.
0: Life is short. Until
1: you're married, I would not buy a home together and I would not consider combining finances if that's something you want to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with you being, you saying you'll you'll handle one, you know, like a bill or whatever. But just if you're not married and you're not making babies together, like literally getting pregnant,
0: mm-hmm. I
1: think it, it's no big deal to move in together. Like I moved in with girls I didn't it even know. It will be a little
0: hard if you have to quit your job.
1: Oh yeah, that's hard. But if you can find a way around that or I don't know, or just kind of live together in both of your houses and just like, don't stress about moving too fast. If you're just moving at the speed you want to move at, Mm -hmm. which the, which is the speed that feels good to you. Yep. I don't think he needs to get like a hotel or another apartment near you or like, if you want him to stay over, he should stay over. And if you want to stay over at his house, stay over at his house. And if you want to get a house together, get a house together. But just rent. Don't buy a house until you're married together.
0: Yeah, I'd stay away uh, from big financial things Unless it's like you're just buying a right? house
1: that you want. I don't know. These are all uh, things that really aren't my business.
0: Follow your heart. Get aligned on the big things. And then, um, yeah, don't listen to anybody else because you guys are writing your own life. And kay.
1: quite honestly, like it's hard to find out if things work unless you try them. So don't be afraid.
0: You'll miss 100% of the shots you don't
1: take. Yeah, like, I don't know. If someone else has a different timeline than you, that's just their timeline that works best for them. And
0: if you have serious hesitations, voice them. Talk about it. There's no... There's nothing is keeping you from like just being your just voice on, talk about them together. Like let's get real or let's not play. I say that all the time. You'll
1: know real quick if you want to live with him long term after living with him short term. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you'll you'll both know real quick if like, that's something. Daryl that's and jiving. Jim.
0: He's like your dish is still soaking. <laughs> or I know clean those? pretty
1: fast with roommates if it was something that was gonna be a long-term situation uh-huh.
0: okay good luck you guys it seemed the picture you sent was super cute you guys seem like you're really in love so best wishes to you guys and if you feel the needs to pivot you can pivot. Oh, wait, wait
1: wait she had a weird food thing oh she did yeah i was reading i missed ahead.
0: it let me go find that email again i lost it we'll take a quick break come right back for her weird food thing and some more really good emails You guys, in 2021, it's definitely okay to talk about our mental health and happiness. Humans aren't meant to keep everything inside. It makes us sick, and therapy really does help. But what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Maybe you're feeling insecure in a relationship or at work. Maybe you're not dealing well with stress. Whatever you need, don't be ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't even have to worry about finding an in-person therapy near you in order to get help better help is customized online therapy that offers video or phone or even live chat discussions with your therapist so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It is much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Taking Sides listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash taking sides. That's Better slash taking sides. Hey Dashley fam, it's Dallin and I have something that I'm really excited to start talking about. I have struggled with anxiety off and on for the past few years and I have also not been getting the deep sleep at night that I would like to. I've been looking for solutions and I recently turned to CBD oil to see if it could help and I have been amazed. Finding good quality tested CBD is really important and that is why I trust Andourage. Andourage is a company founded by clinicians to formulate safe and natural CBD rich products for general and targeted relief. Andaraj is safe and effective. They want you to recover and not just replace your current suffering with different suffering from side effects of pharmaceutical prescriptions. I have tried Andourage and other brands, and Andourage is right. Clinician grade is better. My sleep is better. My anxiety is better. Even baths are better. I would recommend the baths. Life is better. To learn more and experience Andourage's clinician grade CBD rich care, go to Andourage.com. They have oils, they have baths, they have creams to rub on your joints. Put it to the test like I did. See if it helps you sleep better at night, manage your stress and anxiety, and provide relief with chronic pain. Use coupon code the THEDASHLIES to receive free shipping you can also click the link in our show notes look into it give andourage cbd products a try there's a good chance that you'll be amazed just as i was okay here's her weird food thing she says she makes a yummy veggie salad with tomato cucumber and avocado the dressing is the weird part it's olive oil balsamic vinegar spices and maple syrup that doesn't sound weird. too weird that, that sounds like a adventurous thing that you would get from like
1: a fancy beast yeah it sounds like
0: something from zupas
1: you are not weird do not worry
0: i declare you admirable okay next thanks rachel all right this one is called my sister is straining my marriage and my life that's rough Family, family, All right. family. Dallin and Ashley, I'm so thankful for your vlog. How I first found you, and now this podcast. My husband and I have learned so much from your advice. Dallin, and honestly, and when
1: you guys say that to us, we're just like, what
0: did we say? I'm like, what did we say? <laughs> Is there what are we telling people what? to do?
1: Send us the part that taught you something. Yeah.
0: Uh, And honestly, we are the strongest we have ever been in our marriage. Well, that makes me happy. We just had our first baby and in September. So it's been more important than ever to have solid communication. Honestly, we really have. We've had the best
1: communication this pregnancy. Oh, absolutely. We kind of gave you a window into what we talk about in our last podcast, but we had never talked about that stuff with the first two. If
0: I'm being honest, it's because of, uh, I used to try to be live my life according to I don't know I just don't have any judgment anymore I'm trying to live my life according to my Dallin heart instead of what I feel like I should do well we've both as, gone through that I mean we were year. both raised in a very high demand religion that really will tell if you want they will tell you literally what to do with every aspect of your life or you can find something in a book from as far back as you want with there they are a lot less um a lot less specific now today and it's a lot more just centered on like have faith in Christ and stuff, the church today. But I mean, yeah, the Mormon church, but if you read back farther, they used to be way more specific on stuff. And I did, I studied so hard, so many books and I, um, I let it stress me out and it was controlling a lot of our marriage and sadly made me really anxious when I was, we were doing anything that might not have been perfectly in line with What Bruce R. McConkie said in the controversial book, Mormon Doctrine, he says some, some kind of out there things that a church, the church has since disavowed in that book, but I've studied like, like crazy. So I don't, I guess 2020 was the year of Dallin finding, Fallon, finding his Dallin heart and Uh like kind of taking the lead in my own life and, and... Letting Ashley be my, like, my numero uno.
1: Remember when we told you guys, it was a lot, a lot of podcasts ago, but we used to get in these fights and there was no, we would, we just could like not come to a place of, oh, like we both get it. And so finally we got in this big fight right in the middle of marriage counseling. And I was just like, I divorce you. We are, I am not your wife anymore. You can treat me like a friend and we can like sleep together, but This whole like Dallin and Ashley husband and wife relationship. I just didn't realize how many expectations. sucks compared to Dallin and Ashley just friends. And we're kind of like past that now. Like I think we had to just kind of mentally start over and Uh build on that. Dallin had a lot a a really hard time with the church, our church that we grew up in. I, I, I think it guided me, but I think my biggest is struggle with like following my heart was maybe it just comes from my personality and being like a younger sister to a really like a go get. My older sister is such a go getter, so confident, so like knows what she wants and, and, and does what works for her. And she does it so well. I always just kind of watched what she did. And then that was my benchmark. Like, Oh, okay. Next year I'll do that when it's my turn to do that next mm-hmm. year. And I just did that my whole life. And then it started like, like, it, it, it the pattern continued into marriage and having kids like oh that's what she did when like in this situation this situation in this situation that's how they do their finances that's how they do their house how they choose a house that's right for them that's how they decide one or two cars that's like how, how they educate their children like everything I was just like okay I'll just do what she did because it's obviously the best choice and they are great choices but
0: great for them yeah like it doesn't necessarily mean great for. Us. and
1: I just I finally like visited and and nothing happened. I just kind of was like, oh, I do this differently at my house. And I just had a moment where I had to decide, do I want to do it the way she does it or do I want to do it the way I want to do it? And is her way better than my way? And I just, it was like, maybe I talked about like turning 30. Like maybe yeah. when I remember I the moment 30, you
0: realized that advice from others is really only a, proje- a a projection of what has worked for them yeah. in the past. And it does me- not mean at all That it will also work for you. It might, it might not.
1: We just have like different personalities and different things are more important to her and and different things are more important to me. And I'm just more of like a, I don't know, like a go with the flow potentially. Like, and I say this with so much love to myself, like lazy person,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: not lazy in a bad way. I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I'm not like out to be the best in many things in my life. And I don't think like, I don't want this to sound like mean to her. It's not in any way. I just, like, I don't even know. I think I have like a strong personality mom and, a, and, and like my older sister is just such an achiever. And I always thought I had to be like a big achiever to be happy. But really I was just happy like doing my own thing. I don't uh-huh. even know if I'm explaining this right, but I just realized like her way doesn't mean it's her, her, the best way for her is not the best way for me and the best way for me is not the best way for her and the best way for your mom is not the best way for me and my mom's way is not my way does this sound like a scripture your ways are not <laughs> my ways <laughs> sayeth <it>, Ashley <laughs> sayeth Ashley Follow and I had your never I feel like my whole points. life I was just looking for people to like copy and and then when I turned 30 I finally was like I'm just gonna like do what I want to do and it doesn't mean, th- and I'm not going to try and do what I think is what's best, f- what's the best thing for these people. I don't mm-hmm. know. That's, That's great. What I, came
0: to. I think that that is that. I so I guess this is growing up. What's that from? from? Blink 182.
1: Oh, is that just an yeah. original? There we go. Song? I
0: just had some wisdom from Blink 182 and Casey Musgraves.
1: Yeah, well, hers, Casey Musgraves, hits home.
0: She does. She does.
1: Okay. So sisters straining our marriage. Yeah,
0: I guess that's my church. Relate to that one now mm-hmm. too.
1: Doesn't she sing that one about her home? Follow no, your that's arrow. Miranda Lambert. Oh, follow oh. your arrow is a good one.
0: Yeah. Anyways.
1: Follow your arrow came out and I just remember thinking, I really like this a lot, but I also feel like it might not. I feel like I oh. shouldn't
0: because it doesn't align <laughs> it with my church. Yeah. <laughs> no anyways anyways
1: changes in Um, my heart okay go for
0: real hey okay so i read the first part um and because of us their marriage is thriving and i'm sure it's nothing that they did in and of themselves it was all me and you it's
1: all us do the way that works best for us and that will be best for you in conclusion
0: just kidding it's obvious that you are also working really hard at your marriage and i'm sure it's mostly you too so kudos to you All right, the issue we face is actually with my sister. I have one sibling, a 34-year-old sister. She's five years older than me. Although I love her, she is incredibly hard to be around. She constantly talks, doesn't listen well. She's also incredibly thin-skinned, has a lot of self-confidence issues. Everyone's always out to get her. Everything in life is an opportunity to complain. She feels the need to explain her point of view until you agree with her
1: that's like the opposite of my sister. It kind of sounds like a
0: narcissist. My
1: older sister, the one I was always like patterning after, I told her that I did this Uh and she was like, what?
0: You told her you did what?
1: (laughs) I was, I told her that I, I've always been trying to like, just hit her benchmark the next year, like catch up to her. And she's just, she was like a what that's been your life yeah i never even knew it was just like like
0: as siblings you see what your older siblings are praised for or right receive attention for and yeah kids thrive on attention just, and praise from their parents everything
1: she did i just attributed to equals success or equals doing the right thing
0: until you learn to follow your arrow wherever it yeah. points and Boom. i
1: don't think her arrow points in the wrong direction i just don't think we point in the same direction that's okay Okay, keep going. Sorry, right. your sister sounds like a hard sister one. Sister
0: sounds a little narcissistic. She feels the need to explain her point of view <laughs> until you agree with her. So usually I just nod my head and go along with it because I don't want to hear her continually explain her point of view on the same topic forever.
1: That's so different from my family. My family are like six different pillars, and we try not to <laughs> infringe on each other's lives. We're all very, like very cautious to not overstep our bounds.
0: Really? The hardest part of it is she has no friends, like actually zero. She has also not dated in years. She only talks to and spends time with me and our parents. Because of that, I put a lot of pressure on myself to be enough for her. Since I know she has pretty much no one else to rely on. Well, sounds like you get to get to start setting some healthy boundaries with your sister, friend. And she
1: might not even notice it. It might be more setting boundaries for with yourself. For yourself,
0: with yourself, for your sister, and w- and for yourself. I'm just saying,
1: like she might not even, she might, she might feel like shiz is hitting the fan, but she might not notice. And it's a lot of just anxieties in you and things that you feel like you need to do for her or mm-hmm. to her or be. The, and she doesn't. She might. I don't know. She may expect it and she may not expect it, and she might not even notice if you kind of release the guilt.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she does not do well with change. She even recently had a huge breakdown because our new baby is taking attention away from her.
1: Oh, so she, she, she did not respond well. Gosh, Never mind. I is, take back everything I said.
0: That is, uh, that's rough. She knows she needs therapy, has discussed starting, yet every time I ask her, she makes an excuse about why she hasn't gone yet. I just moved, I, she just moved to live close to us. Now we see her pretty often. We invite her over. She stays way too long into the night after we want to go to bed. This is Man, the thing we usually I learned
1: how to do this because not everyone goes to bed at eight o'clock like me. You just say, up I'm front. going to bed and then they up leave. Up front.
0: What's up? I'm going to bed at eight, but you can hang out for a little bit. Up front. Set expectations and then up front.
1: as eight's approaching, getting really tired, I'm going to start getting ready to, for bed. You want to talk to me while I get ready for bed? <laughs> I'm getting ready.
0: What are your plans for tonight? I I'm have going one to bed. Friend. We
1: work <laughs> so well together, my one friend. We'll just say to each other like... Hey, I, I really like, I'm, this is a great conversation, but I just really need to go to the bathroom. So bye. <laughs> or like, like hey, yeah. I have nothing else to say. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah.
0: Um. We usually don't feel comfortable having her hang around our friends, which is putting a strain on our social life and relationships. Honestly, it's a strain on our marriage. On our wedding day, after seven seven years ago, she gave me a ring right before the ceremony that has sisters engraved on it and constantly reminded my husband that she claimed me first. Mm. That's weird. Man, I don't know if she's narcissistic or she literally has narcissistic personality disorder, but it's definitely a narcissistic spectrum. She seems
1: very needy.
0: Yeah. I don't know how to balance being there for her and setting boundaries for myself and my marriage. Please, please help. This has been an internal struggle I've faced my whole life. I think you just... Man, I feel bad for her. You
1: just need to start small and you need to also like check yourself when you're feeling guilty
0: Look about yeah. making like, bef- been...
1: like when she's not there and you're you're stressing over what do I do what do I do what do I do just like check yourself and tell yourself like this is not something I feel guilty about this is something I'm just doing what's best for me and what's best for my husband and my child and that's the most important thing right now in this decision and if it's something that involves my sister it involves my sister but if it doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna do things that don't make me happy yeah. that neglect and hurt relationships that are the most important to me I don't think you need to cut this off I think you just kind of need and boundaries take time to feel natural but once they start feeling give it a year or two and it will become the norm so I wouldn't expect it to go over great the first time or the second time or the third time but eventually like they get the point and the hint and the picture and in two years it'll just feel like it's always been that way kind of
0: Yeah. We follow Dr. Julie Hanks on Instagram. Amazing. A lot of the context is within the realm of people going through faith transitions in the Mormon church. And setting boundaries. But she talks about setting healthy boundaries and it applies to anything.
1: And she says just like the greatest little statements. People will say, my mom is saying this and this and this, and it's really hurtful. I don't know what to do because I love my mom so much. And she'll just, she'll tell them to say, just say to your mom, I love you so much. And I want to have fun when we hang out, but I can't hang out with you if you do this and this and this.
0: Like boom, boundary set, like done.
1: Yeah. If you keep doing, if you keep saying this to my kids, if, if when you come over, you do this to my husband, you won't be able to come over anymore.
0: Boundary set.
1: When you come, I, I'm so excited for you to come over for dinner. We like to go to bed at eight o'clock. So, Just FYI, we're putting the baby to bed at eight and that's kind of when you'll need to go home. Boundary set. I don't know how you could probably say that better, Uh but just start little and just kind of little for yourself and little for her, but probably mostly for yourself because it's really hard to like drop a bomb for me at least.
0: Yeah, start small. Like if she calls you on the phone don't feel obligated to answer let it go to voicemail just soak that feeling in for a little bit like what that feels and like then, to set a little boundary yeah. and put yourself first or if she asks if she can come over be like instead of immediately saying yes be like you know what let me check our schedule and get back to you just kind of se- make it really clear make it clear schedule. that you get- have a life that your life doesn't revolve around her Like, because you get what you tolerate. I think about that quote so often from Tony Robbins. You get what you tolerate. And
1: it's just so So hard. So you'll start
0: to slowly make it clear to her that you have a life, you have a schedule, you have priorities, you have goals, you have boundaries. And she has to be okay with that. She literally has to be okay with that if she wants to be your friend.
1: And if she's, you know, like if she's a friend you want to have, she will be okay with that. And if you
0: want to be her friend. Like healthy friend, good fences make good neighbors.
1: Sometimes you want to be family with your family even though they're not good friends to you. Like, I get that. I will say though, like the whole, oh, let me check our schedule or letting it go to voicemail for a second to see what's going just on. Just to sit
0: back and if you think, just think about give things. Give
1: your mind. This is, I go, Ash and I have
0: both gone through this as people pleasers.
1: I go into a panic and you just, you can't give the, you can't say what you want to say and you just say what you know you should say and you just say yes uh-huh. or whatever it is. So if you just say, oh, like, let me talk, that Dallin might work that
0: might work let me talk to my husband or my yeah. wife or let me check my schedule oh, and that back sounds to you.
1: really fun let me check yeah. with dalen let me check our calendar Boom. i usually say dalen because calendars are on your phone now so it's like we'll just check it and then t- give <laughs> me
0: some time well you can say give me some time they should respect that who wouldn't respect that the total jerk that's you're,
1: it uh, the best one is just let me talk to my today you have, i think you're married you have a significant other you have a child like uh-huh. you guys have work like busy you have a life you have lots of interworking working schedule components and so it's anybody saying,
0: that wants to be in your life should respect that you have a life but
1: that just gives you a moment and
0: you got shiz and to, you have goals and you have priorities
1: yeah and it gives you a moment to think to yourself do i want to do that
0: what would downland and ashley or, tell you to do do
1: i not want to do that just or, in
0: the moment even think what uncle dalen <laughs>
1: listen, even better is kind of like that third alternative. If I say yes, what do I want that to look like? If I say yes, what do I want her to know about me saying yes? Like, yes, but I have to leave at this time.
0: Or yes, but... Think about what you want your boundary to be before you get back to her. And then practice. Start little. Start little. Like not answering when they call right away. And you just call them back a little bit later. Yeah, like, do you want
1: to come to dinner tonight? Yes, but we can only stay for an hour and a half. Uh Because mostly because that's all we want to stay, but here's a good reason to make you feel happy.
0: Yeah. And start little and set those boundaries, man. Woman, friend, we love you. You can do this. Stick up for yourself. Everybody deserves equal. Like, like everybody deserves respect and uh, good friends, good boundaries make good friends. And you don't
1: need like a big reason for her to leave after like hanging out all day. You could just say, hey, like, let's pretend you're, husband's name is Dallin hey Dallin and I have it like we kind of plan to have an at-home date and watch a movie tonight we we like to watch a movie in bed before we go to bed and we have to wake up at this time so we're going to start at this hour but you know that's a lot of details you don't have to get just be like yeah Dallin and I are going to be watching a movie tonight and
0: mm-hmm.
1: I mean if she's that kind of sister you could be like listen Dallin and I are having sex so we don't want <laughs> you here like yep. I would say that to some of my sisters but They've never tried to... They're not... Penningtons are not lingerers by any means. Penningtons leave two hours before you want them to leave, not yep. two hours after. Yeah. Which is equally as emotionally dangerous. But you are
0: formally known as Pennington.
1: The the, the girl from formerly known... The Sealy formally known as Pennington. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: You're my property now. Cool. Well, good pra- that's uh, practice. That's a joke.
1: Everyone should know joke. that's a joke. And I... It's a joke.
0: Yeah uh okay good luck you can do we this i know you can do
1: this Dylan owns me. i
0: know uh we and i hope you would catch on that joke i hope you know me good enough to know i'm joking
1: that was just very
0: flat um, we know that you can do this we know that you can start setting boundaries it is hard when you have set a, like a people pleaser nice person tendencies and that is not a flaw that is a strength of yours you just need to learn to maybe dial it back a little bit to a healthier level yeah, for you personally
1: reversing a role just that you've just Accept the life.
0: fact that you'll feel guilty saying no that is because of a beautiful personality trait of yours, uh, especially a loving trait that you have towards family, your own sister. Just know that you'll feel a little guilty saying no or setting up a boundary, and that's okay. To sit with that feeling, accept it, know that it means that you care so much, and but know that in the long run, that's what's going to be best for you and for your sister.
1: Transitions are hard. It's like when people send their kids to school or Or, or even like when I sent had George and James go to their first dance class, like they'd never been away from me. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard and really sad. And I cried in the car and I didn't know why, but it was doing the, it was a good thing for them and for me. And that doesn't mean that it was easy to do kind of.
0: Yep. Okay. So good luck.
1: You're doing a good
0: thing. And you are. And it's evidence of a strength of yours that you love and care so much. It's not a weakness. You might just want to Yeah, you're inst- not a pushover. Yeah, you're, you're just not a pushover. Who loves. You're just such somebody who loves so much that you sacrifice yourself more than you should. So you'll feel guilty setting boundaries and saying no to some things, but that's okay. Just accept that and start practicing setting some healthy boundaries and putting yourself first because that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Yep. Okay. Um I said some things about the Mormon Church in the past. If there's any members of the Church of Jesus Christ listening that I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. I hope you know that it was coming from me personally. And I've dealt with scrupulosity, which is OCD in a religious setting. I would take things like knowing that you're supposed to be one with your companion or the scripture that says, if you're not one, you're not mine and apply that to our marriage and take it to an unhealthy level where it would be soup. I would be super anxious if me and Ashley ever disagreed on something, which was there's no prophetic teaching that says husbands and wives need to agree on everything. But I will say that there have been in the past, like leaders of the church literally sent out a memo saying, you're not worried to enter the temple if you do oral sex. And they said, they don't say that type of stuff anymore. So like in there, in the past, it definitely was a little more, a lot more specifics, and now they don't have that type of thing as much. They still have a lot of like roles of husbands, roles of wives. The husbands are preside, provide, and protect. The primary responsibility for the woman is to nurture children and stay in the home.
1: You're doing a really bad job <laughs> at like.
0: Okay, I'm just saying helping. there is. I I can substantiate what I said, but also a lot of it just applies to me personally with my OCD with regards to religious things and my obsession over worthiness issues and stuff like that that's something i've been processing and i really hope that anybody listening that's a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints that you are doing so because you are so aware of everything and it works so well for you and i'm so happy for you if it does is that Uh, good to say
1: yeah let me come in with like a calmer voice we have so much love for the so much love for the church that we grew up in and creating kind of like boundaries now we don't know where we're going to fall if we're going to fall outside of it completely or somewhere in the middle or inside of it um because i like i we had so many incredible amazing beautiful experiences in the religion we grew up in and so many like faithful experiences i will say like dylan and i wouldn't know each other if it weren't for Mm -hmm. for how we were raised and for the church we were raised in Um, we're just in this really, we're like teenagers right now in this really awkward stage of figuring out how much we want to hold on to and how much we want to move away from. And it's like very hurtful to some people who are close to us or who aren't and who are the same religion as us. Yeah. Members of
0: the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or Mormons, um, identify so closely with their religion as a lot of religious people do and it like if you ever say anything about their religion it's very easy for them to take it personally as I did my whole life
1: well it's a very like religion is a very personal thing especially a religion that like I am was I don't even know where I am like so committed to and so much a part of it's like the name thing when I dropped my name the thought of dropping the religion it, it feels like losing a part of my identity. So uh-huh. we're just, um, not like, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like most people are like, do whatever you want, but there might, there's probably like the 10% Mormon crowd out if there. You're,
0: I know there's, a, I know there's probably some members listening. We love you so much. And, uh, most people probably aren't. So you might not, know much of what we're even talking about right now it's probably but a it's cool just our story to look into. giving you a little glimpse into what it's like being raised mormon and maybe going through a bit of a faith crisis
1: and it's not everyone's story either like there, yeah. it's just our story so i don't know we feel like we should sometimes shut up and then other times we want to like shout things from the rooftops yeah, I think I'm more of a like, I'll just stay quiet about it and balance. More I want to, I am. I could talking. literally
0: start a podcast and publish five episodes a week for months if, if, and just talking about church stuff, but I don't, and I won't probably.
1: He'll just throw it all in here,
0: but I'll just throw in little <laughs> unhealthy jabs every once in a yeah. while, probably. And I'm sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings. It's not my intention. And I'm so glad that the church is working for you. And I just hope that whatever you do, you do it intentionally and fully aware of both sides and you're choosing to believe for the healthiest reasons. And that's all I'll say about it. Cool? Cool. Was that good? (laughs) Yeah,
1: that was great. Okay.
0: We love all of you. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, man, write in anytime, taking sides with the dash leaves at gmail.com. Look forward to hearing from you.